Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carson Ken here, Christian Center Report Daily Podcast. Thanks for joining us here on this app. However, you're listening to us, we're releasing a prophetic word this week about coming victory and how we're going to get that path. Today, we're going to move from discontentment to being part of the great army. All right, let's listen to this word today. Good day. Pray you're having a good day here on our Wednesday podcast. It's the seventh day of December, 2022 Pearl Harbor day for us in our history of America. The day in 1941, where we entered into another war. And the beauty of that war is that God has reconciled after all those years, our uh, enemy at that time, Japan. And now we are partners healed, restored. Uh, it's just amazing what God can do through his love and his grace. And my son's a missionary there, married a Japanese girl, and the beauty of that country uh, being connected to us. And we just pray for their salvation, less than 1% Christian. But we pray that what was meant for evil, that they would turn for good. They are having in their own battles now with North Korea and uh, Russia and their areas, uh, they're having to deal with that. So there's war in the territories for them as well, but we pray for them uh, on this day. Well, we were starting a prophetic word. We, we did start a prophetic word Monday, and I want to build on it. I told you I'd build on it this week until we get the fullness of it. I three-minute clip I gave on Sunday, but now I'm just expanding what God was speaking so that we can prepare ourselves for the coming war and recognize what God is doing in his infinite wisdom that goes way beyond our comprehension of what we think God would do and how he would do it, who he would use and, and the forms of uh, war that he will manifest uh, manifest through us is never, almost never what we think it would be. And we tend to always frustrate ourselves because we're trying to measure it with our own mind. And when we go into battle, we need to recognize God can do whatever he wants to do, ever how he wants it. God will just do it in such ways that we will not sometimes see it's he until afterwards. And we'll get in retrospect, we'll look down and we'll go, oh, that was the Lord doing that and protecting us or, you know, whatever was going on during that time that we thought was a negative, it was a God thing. Sometimes we say there's no delays, but divine delays, because sometimes delays is about movement in the spirit. And when you wait on the Lord, you don't always know that timeline of when it's going to happen. And you have to just trust the Lord for that. Well, we're telling the story, uh, this prophetic word was birthed that way out of the story of David on the run from Saul, and I started that on Monday about the 
sword of Saul of Goliath, which was a memory and remembering. If you have a chance, I'd encourage you to listen to, I think it was last Friday and Monday and Tuesday of Dutch Sheets. Give him 15. I know some of the nations may not be aware of that. I think you can get it on your Apple Podcasts and some others. It's on YouTube and Rumble as well. Just put Dutch Sheets, give him 15. And he's talking about the power of remembrance. And the Hebrew meaning of remembering is that the same anointing on what you remember and you call back again, the same anointing that was on it the first time appears on it again. When you begin to remember, that's why you're told in Psalms 103, forget none of his benefits. And God spends much time in the scripture with Israel and kings and, and Samuel, especially in Chronicles, where he reminds them of what he did for them. I delivered you uh, from Egypt. I delivered you from, uh, you know, your enemies, reminding them all the time of what he did. And if you'll remember that, what happens is the same anointing that happened when that occurred comes back upon you. And so that's what we started with Monday and the sword of Goliath. When David was holding it, he had a memory. I guarantee you it was a memory. And he remembered the day that he took that sling and knocked that man down and then cut his head off with his own sword. And so it began to energize him, no doubt. He still had fear. We talked about that yesterday. He was hiding in the cave from, from uh, Saul, and he comes, and Saul was mocking him under the tamarisk tree, which is the promised tree, the evergreen tree, the tree of covenant that, Je- that Abraham planted for the future, and mocking him. And how many of y'all would admit to yourself that there are territories that you have been promised by the Lord and even by natural means that are not yours yet, but the enemy is maintaining them, or at least is sitting on the high place of what you're believing for. That's not unusual. That's part of the warfare that we're in. For me and my city, I have prophetic words over a, a place in our community where God once poured out in healing, supernatural. And we always take people to pray at this place. It's a spot in my community. And when you look at it, it's kind of crazy. You know, one side of it's prospering a little bit, but the other side's, uh, you know, it's, it's got prostitution. On the back side, it's got um, a homosexual community. On the other side, it's got poverty. And you look at it and you think, wow, the enemy has surrounded the place, the well of provision. And the best part about a well is it's down, it's not up. And you dig deep calls to deep, the scripture says in Psalms. And the Lord is calling to us right now to go to the deep things. And so I have to see it in the spirit. But when I remember what happened here, my hope is restored. When I remember that the great healing revivalists came through my community and uh, the supernatural was the normal or the norm rather than the abnormal then I get faith again, and it builds up my faith. That's what you do when you remember. So you want to tap into these portals, we'll call them, of places where the Lord has poured out so that the memory that's there in the ground, in the earth, and among those around it can be energized. I'm not talking about being nostalgic. I'm talking about crying out for the future promise of what God said. If God gave a substantial covenant promise that it would always be a certain way, and it's not, then remember what he said and be energized in the spirit that it can truly happen. Well, the story goes on and he picks these mighty men 
they weren't mighty at that time. It's kind of like uh, the, when the Gideon was fighting the Midianites, they weren't mighty. The angel said, you're a valiant warrior, but they hadn't even won a victory yet. And these are the men that, you know, they heard that David was hiding from Saul and all of a sudden these guys come running to him. It's in the second verse of first, uh, first Samuel 22, two, 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 two. We like that. And it says, everyone who came was in distress. Everyone who was in debt and everyone who was discontented gathered to him and he became the captain over them. Now there were about 400 men with him. So, I like the, the about 400 because it could have been the 318 that we've been believing for, the 318 of Genesis 14. But nonetheless, they gather. He's the captain. So we see clearly it becomes an immediate army. Immediate. So he didn't have anything. He was alone running from death through Saul, was trying to kill him. He has one weapon, his memory. That's the only weapon he had, the, the sword of Goliath. That's all he had. And I want to say this to you right now. You only need a memory to win the next victory. So don't forget what God has done for you and begin to pray and declare it again that God did it once. He can do it again. So let's break down this group of, we call them a motley crew here, of uh, distressed indebted men and discontented men because i think if we'll look at it we're going to find out we are those people <laughs> that word uh, where it says first that they were in distress that's because the crisis they were in the nation was in a crisis saul had lost his mind he was chasing the man that helped him win victories i mean think about that he got word out all across the land killed david and his men and yet everybody knows that David was the one that killed Goliath and helped rout the Philistines that changed the, the, the nation. And yet now they are saying he's our enemy. So to be in this place of distress that comes from the word, the Hebrew word, Matzol, which means narrow place, confinement, in anguish. So it's a narrow place they're in. They're compressed in. They're oppressed in this moment. And I think that describes us. I think we're in a narrow place right now. So I can see this story is a now word for us for the coming days. Now, it says they were in debt. And you know what that means? They were in debt. They owed a lot of money. And, you know, that sometimes that makes a great warrior. Because they, they, they have nothing to lose. They, they're going to get taken away or put in prison or something else. And so they figure, well, I'll fight for a new regime so that maybe my debts will be set free. You know, that's what happens when we change sides. We leave the side of the enemy. We're indebted to sin. And we come over to this Lord's side. And now he removes our debts and we're free at last. Come on, that's a preaching word right there. And then the last uh, type of person there was the discontented. There, some of them were bitter. You know, they were just absolutely chaffed and they were discontented. They had a heavy heart of where they are. Mar is the, the Hebrew word there from the root word ma'ar, which means to trickle or, or to be made bitter little by little is a way of looking at it. And I think that is what happened. It moves all the way into being grieved and provoked like in a vex. You're vexed by the problem. 
So when I look at this army that the Lord is raising up for this hour to go back and get the covenant promises for our lives, our families, our cities, our nations, this is the group he's raising up right now. This is a now word. I know this is a preaching word, and I'm sure preachers have been preaching this for thousands of years. But I want to say this. There's a time, a Kairos time in the spirit when God said, this is the active word right now. We are on our run. We've seen the government overreach for over two years, two and a half years. All of us have. Some of you in countries that, that are much greater than us, you Canadians. I, I was talking Canadian yesterday and just telling me the horrific things that they were under under their regime. Some of you in South Africa had to experience that. Europe, you did. And we were blessed in America, my state especially. We didn't have all those oppressive things, but we became discontented. We are grieved. We are shut down. And it's a trickle. It's a slow, little by little, where it says there in Daniel 7.25 that he wears down the saints by changing times and laws. And that's what he did. He changed the laws during the COVID crisis. And these laws wore us down. We couldn't gather. Well, we could, but a lot of ministries couldn't gather and couldn't talk and couldn't minister, couldn't touch people. And it wore out the saints. Now, I'm telling you this today because I believe I'm talking to a distressed. Some of you are in debt. You were in debt to, to pain and sorrow, but now you're not anymore. But, and then also discontented. And I think that makes a great army because what it does is it has a people that have said, look, we're in this narrow place. We owe the Lord all our lives. We, we want to get out of this and we're discontented to where we are. We're tired of the powers and the principalities the the government overreaches. We're tired of the spirit who's put us in this place where we can't advance and keep and mocking us and keep telling us that we can't have what's been promised to us. So we're moving from discontentment to victory, from discontentment to be an army. And we're going to rise up in this hour, and I'm speaking to you right now because you're the army I have. I don't have another army. I can't just go go somewhere else. I had a guy one time visit me, and he saw us, our prayer warriors, and he couldn't get anybody to follow him. He had like two or three followers. He was trying to be a minister. And he said, he came to my church and he said, hey, can I borrow your soldiers? I don't have any. <laughs> he said, I need an army, you know. And I said, wait, well, hey, man, I'm putting my own army together. You get your own. So go find your own discontented, distressed, in debt people. And that's where we are. And I'm not, I don't think this is a negative thing. I think I'm discontented. I'm distressed at where we are as a people in the body of Christ. And now I have hope because I'm remembering we can have this victory. So, Father... In the name of Yeshua today, I pray for every listener. I thank you for this motley crew, we call them, of a team, an army of people that are discontented, they're distressed, some of them are in debt, and just going through a hardship. But Lord, I thank you that you're going to turn it for good, that we're going to, that discontentment, that narrow place, that grieving is actually going to be turned into energy for power and warfare to get our victory. So I speak that over you today. And I thank you for being a part of this great army of God for the coming season. And we are going to remember so they can move in to victory. All right, blessings. Well, thanks again for listening today and each and every day. Thank you for following Christian Center's report, each and every one of you. And I want to thank you for your giving throughout the year. This is a special week because we're, we're going to have an offering for our staff, not just me. 
We have about 10 staff members, and we want to bless them all for all the work. What I'm doing here is a, a good thing, but they're the backbone to what I'm doing. And so we want to sow. And if you'd like to, you can go to our website or our app under Give and just put Christmas uh, offering and bless them. We'll bless our entire staff today. All right. God bless you. See you tomorrow.